construction chaos. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we talk about life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today. I am joined by Pastor Trevor Maine. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. Thank you, Julie. It's so good to be back in the podcast uh, recording studio. Yes, I feel like it's been a little while. It has been, but here we are. Yes, here we are indeed. So we are working our way through a book of the Bible called 1 Corinthians, which is a book that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. And he addresses um, a whole bunch of experiences that they're having that are kind of causing them some trouble. So he is addressing the mess through this. So we've broken this down into Sorry, is it four or five I groups? Think there's five different subjects. Yes, yeah. you're right. Five different subjects. And last week, Pastor Pat did sort of an overview, and he um, he brought them all to our attention. And then you talked about um, divisiveness. Yeah. So we're now n- mm-hmm. this week and in the weeks to come, we're going to go in deeper and and explore further each of the different topics, mm-hmm. which Pat looked at briefly last Sunday or last week. And uh, the primary topic, the mess addressed in chapters 1 to 4 of 1 Corinthians is divisiveness. Yes. Or another word that comes up there that's almost synonymous is quarreling. Mm. Divisiveness and quarreling go hand in hand in these four chapters. And I suggested in the the message, and some people maybe don't like this, but I thought it was worth sticking my neck out and doing it uh, to play around with the name of the book of the Bible. Uh, Yes. And so I just did a momentarily, I asked people to indulge me and just give me a few moments to change the name of the book from 1 Corinthians to 1 Fleeters. Yes. I don't want to offend anyone who doesn't live in Wayne Fleet or doesn't feel like they're a fleeter, (laughs) but I said our church's base of operations is in the township of Wayne Fleet. It's been here for a long time. And since people from Wayne Fleet call themselves affectionately fleeters, mm-hmm. uh, this is the the first a letter uh, f- to the fleeters, the first fleeters, yes. chapter one to four. And, it's always, uh, it's a, that's always an interesting experience. I um I always have bittersweet feelings when someone asks me to you know put your name in that part in the Bible. It yeah. always kind of makes you go, oh, or ooh, or uh. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I hope that depending what you're thinking as a listener, when you hear me change the name of the title, and you could put, could put the name of the, the community where your church is located mm-hmm. in there as well, because in chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, the letter is addressed, certainly it's clearly addressed to the church of God in Corinth, mm-hmm. but in the same breath, it is addressed to all of those everywhere who call on the name of the Lord. And so that's why I felt fairly confident saying, well, even if just for a brief moment, putting the name of our church as Mm -hmm. the title, knowing that when we open this letter and we look at the mess, we look at the address, uh, the solutions that are offered by the Apostle Paul, that this is something very applicable to us where we are, and it applies to every one of you who are listening where you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So one of your first points was, just looking it up here. Um, you had talked about the different pastors. That was one of the things yeah. you had talked about. The, 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 the divisiveness and the quarreling that seemed to be happening in the church in Corinth was around which leader was the best, which one were people following. Mm-hmm. And so they were pushing their preferred leader and maybe talking badly about those who weren't their preferred leaders. <clears throat> and it, the result, the end result, well, was divisiveness, and it was a quarrel. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like gossip to me. When God, I hear I'm, that, it yeah. sounds gossipy, you know? If you read between the lines, things like that, gossip, pride, mm-hmm. um, when people start to push their opinion over other people's opinions, this passage refers to some of the people who are kind of puffed up yeah. in their own opinions. Uh, so there's an arrogance there that I think my way is better than their way. Mm-hmm. And it was dividing the church. Yeah. 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 Which is so, no good. So why don't, why don't we want to be divided? Well, we are on a, uh, the big heads up that the Apostle Paul yeah. presented here. We got to remember that we are co-workers in God's building. We are constructing mm-hmm. something what has been designed in heaven that God in his mind's eye envisions this beautiful, pure, blameless, guiltless church on earth that shines his light and his love out into the communities. And we are the ones called to build that, uh, mm-hmm. the ones that believe in Jesus that are following him. And so this scripture tells us that we are co-workers in God's service. So we're working on the same project, and Paul gives us a heads up. He says, you all need to realize that this project is sacred. Mm. It's a sacred project. It's set apart something so special for God. And if we're working on this project and treating this construction project just like we're building a birdhouse or a mm-hmm. box or something that's of no real value, then we've really got... We need a heads up. We need a, to have that called to our attention. And in this passage, it gives admonitions. It gives correction. Mm-hmm. And so the Apostle Paul clearly thought that the Corinthians were, were not taking the seriousness of the project, the sacredness of the project to heart, the way that they were behaving yeah. on the construction site by not working together, by not getting along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like they were distracted by... Um other problems yeah they, they weren't really building the church they were tearing the church down by picking yeah. on each other yeah, yeah. Mm, that's a tough one you also talked about um uh, materials that we use yeah. to build yeah the apostle mm-hmm. paul gave that first heads up he says this project is sacred and he gave another heads up that said the quality of each person's work is going to be tested mm-hmm. and then he laid out six different materials implying uh, metaphorically that we're building the church either either using wood, hay, and straw, mm-hmm. or gold, silver, and precious stone. It's funny. So it sticks out to me when I hear that, that you say it's the quality of our work that will be tested. It's not the quantity necessarily right. and, of and our work. That's where we have to put our thinking caps on and really think through what the Apostle Paul is saying to us through this metaphor, mm-hmm. because he's using these very tangible things, wood, hay, straw, gold, silver, yeah. precious stones to represent intangibles, um, the quality of our work. It's, it's more the way we do it even than what we do, although the two mm-hmm. go hand in hand. But it's not how much time we put into it. It's not how much money we give to it. It's not how many material things we accumulate. It's the way that we engage with one another in building the church. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's very interesting. That's a good one. So, um, so what's Paul's heads up for that one? Paul's heads up is that there's going to be a day when all of our work, uh, the quality of our work is put to the test. Test. Mm -hmm. He says it's tested by light to reveal the quality and it's tested by fire. Is that referring to like judgment day? Like when we die and go to heaven, is that what he's referring to? Do you think? It potentially could refer to that. Certainly it's in that vein, the idea that not everything that we see here on earth the way it is now is going to last forever. There are Mm -hmm. only some things that last forever. And especially when it refers to that day implies that that's the day of judgment when God steps in 
His light exposes everything for what they are. He exposes the motive of, of our heart, the intentions with which we have done things. Then it says there will be this fire test. Now, we don't exactly know literally or figuratively what that is, but it basically is saying that some of the things that we've done, if we've not done them with a pure motive, if we have not done them with love, uh, those things are going to be burned up. They're going to be worthless. They're mm -hmm. not going to stand withstand that test. Uh, but other things will come through the test and will will be solid and, and and there's things that are forever for eternity. Mm -hmm. Wow, very good. You also talked about um, foundation. Yeah, throughout it because we're trying mm -hmm. to figure out well what is what are these things? What are these ways to work? What's the wood? What's the gold? Yeah. And if we want to know what to build on the foundation of the church, what's the foundation like? And mm -hmm. the Apostle Paul is very clear that the foundation is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at that foundation and then evaluate the kinds of things that we're doing to build on that foundation, what we do needs to align with Christ. Mm -hmm. It needs to kind of reflect his nature. The qualities that Christ have are the same kinds of qualities with which we need to build everything that we're building on that foundation. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of the children's song. You remember you sang it in Sunday school? Yep. Build. The wise man build. builds his house upon the rock. <laughs> exactly. And that song implies, and that's from a Bible scripture as well, yeah. that there's, there's sort of a testing of wind, yes. a testing of a storm. And yeah. some of those houses not built on the rock fall. Fall flat. Yep. That, that's wasted work. Uh, mm -hmm. While those that are built on the rock, on the solid rock, Jesus Christ, those things stand the test. It's true, because have you ever rushed through a project, Trevor? Just to get it you done? You know what, just to get it done, you just like, let's get her done so we can move on. Half-hearted. Oh, yep. And and then what happens? I don't know about you, but I've had to go back and redo things that I have not put in a, maybe as good an effort as I should. Yep. Or you, you know, I guess maybe pay for it later, I guess you could say. Or there's a consequence later, always, yep. if you it's... don't do good work it, no doubt it's mm -hmm. wasted time and wasted energy yeah and that's what mm -hmm. i feel if we can imagine someone building this a building building a church and then having it tested by fire and a lot of it burned up we'd say well what a waste of time what a waste of effort yeah how much better to have built with quality mm -hmm. rather than just building um carelessly so why do we do that then why do we why are we careless and you know yeah i wonder if we're still struggling with uh, sin, mm -hmm. temptation, yep. um, some of those inner motivations. There's this war within us sometimes to do what's pleasing to God and do what just pleases us. And that affects the church as well. And so we need to be on guard against that. Mm -hmm. And to let God by his Holy Spirit work through us and in us those things which are holy and pleasing to him and which are helpful to others that build other, people's up, other people up and don't tear them down. And those are the things that will last forever. So if there's someone listening that maybe is new to this sort uh -huh. of thing, where's a good spot to get started? Like, how do you know that your foundation is on Jesus and not maybe uh -huh. not quite on Jesus? Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think a good place to start is getting to know Jesus because then mm -hmm. Jesus is our goal is to live like Jesus, to become like Jesus. Christians are almost like these little Christs, yep. Christians, little followers of Jesus who emulate him in their lifestyle. And so getting to know who Jesus is by reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John mm -hmm. is a great place to start. 
And then beyond that, in the Bible, there are some things that give us clues to the kinds of qualities that God wants to develop in our life. And some of those are referred to as the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. And saying, God, please help my life to produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and Mm self-control. And those kinds of quality in increasing measure will help us to not live unproductive, fruitless lives, but Mm -hmm. to construct in a way that what we build in God's kingdom will last forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's excellent. Was there a, I, don't, I believe that was your final point. Was there another point? Just if I had one more thing yeah. to, to, Absolutely. to share with our listeners, it's just maybe a, a, tr- a trick of the trade for those mm-hmm. who are involved in construction in God's kingdom is uh, to evaluate, to test our own work before we wait for the day when God tests ah. it. And one of the ways that we can test our own work is by saying, can I do what I'm doing in Jesus' name? Mm. Uh, as if Jesus was doing it. Can I put his signature on my work? Would I be comfortable with that? And if whatever I'm doing in, in the church, in my relationships with others, if it's the kind of thing that I would be embarrassed to, to put Jesus' name beside, then I need to be changing that and modifying that so that more and more the things that I do reflect what Jesus would do and would be the kind of, of quality work that Christ would um, have as his own work that, that that my work would match the foundation which is Jesus Christ or the cornerstone of the building of the church which is Christ Jesus as well mm-hmm. thank you that's an excellent um, an excellent closing thought thank you very much if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Trevor if you've got any questions or um, would like to discuss this sermon or anything like that any further you can reach him at Trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any um, feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great week, everybody. Bye for now.